Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast. He's in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Friday. And my man, you are one of the hardest working guys I know. Hey. You did Lombardi line earlier. You're double duty, double header today. So I'm excited, Pritch. Today's the day we get to run the board in the NFL. Obviously, a lot to get to and talk about last night and Thursday night football. But I'll just say this board in the NFL, there, there are weeks where, like, you know, you got to search for a sharp play or maybe, like, <laughs> you don't see anything you really like. I think there's a ton of value on the board this NFL weekend. So I'm excited to break it all down with you today, Pritch. I'm excited, too, Josh. You know, it, it brings to mind something about betting on Fridays because we put in some plays, certainly on a Friday, but yet things can still change uh, during the weekend. And so certainly on our network, we have so many experts, so many great shows and programs to update you uh, on the happenings in the National Football League. But my card's light going into the weekend. Right now, I only have two plays. Uh, but I'm looking to build on that. So certainly looking forward to the show today. Uh, but recapping that game last night, uh, my goodness. Now, we talked about this, you know, looking at points, a teaser situation uh, with the Steelers. Uh, and the Minnesota Vikings, as opposed to just catching the points for the Steelers. I felt more comfortable with the teasers, so I did that. I got the Steelers up to 9.5, and, uh, and then I teased the total down and went over 38.5 uh, right there, too. So, Josh, you know, this that game was fascinating to me because Lou Finnecaro was on the show. He thought the Vikings were going to boat race the Steelers, which they did. But then here comes the Steelers. Uh, maybe through the back door, who knows, through the window, everywhere. Uh, but Big Ben, remember we talked about him in those comeback situations that he's had this year uh, so far. Yeah, so congrats to Gamble and Lou for calling the Vikings. Pritch, great job with you and your teaser. I mean, you know, kind of we've seen all year, especially in prime time, but not just prime time, but all year round. Dogs and unders. Now, this was the opposite. This was a favorite and an over. So, uh, Pritch, unlike you, I was on the Steelers plus three and a half and uh, felt like I was getting a decent number and really kind of dismissed that ticket outright. I said, oh, this isn't my night. You get down 29 nothing, mm-hmm. kind of say, hey, it's just not going to happen here. But this is kind of just example of, of sports betting and kind of the adrenaline rush it provides because when the Steelers are down 20 and nothing, Pritch, I, I'm, tr- I'm flipping the channel. I'm looking at my, you know, my Seton Hall bets and, you know, Iowa State, and I'm saying, hey, we ain't going to get this one. Uh, but then, of course, never give up on a ticket too early. They end up losing and not covering but Pritch I got to be honest when they keep scoring and, and Cousins is turning over the football and then with Big Ben who 
early on he looked old, he looked slow, but Pritch, I got to say, that last throw to Pat Fryermuth was a perfect throw. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know Big Ben, uh, not what he used to be, but with the game on the line, he threaded the needle, and Fryermuth should have caught that ball. So that's just the difference between winning and losing. I was hoping he would score, and then they'd go for two and not get the two and end up losing by one, Pritch. That was my goal, my three and a half here. Uh, but again, I think it just goes to show, never give up on a bet too early. You know, never feel like you're you're winning if you're up big. Never feel like we're, you're dead when you're down big. Uh, this is the the rush of betting, but again, tip your cap. It's been a dog and under year. But last night, it was the opposite. It was a favorite. Oh, yeah. Over. That first half, there was nothing suggest suggesting to me that the Steelers are going to win that game. And, uh, you know, when you have a ticket, you, you hold on to it. But if you have the mobile app, then you're okay. You're not going to rip up. You're not going <laughs> to throw your phone against the wall, hopefully. Uh, but but looking at that game, too, you know, you know, there's so many issues with both teams. Uh, and so it's really not to me about, okay, who's a better team? Uh, you know, because both those teams have issues. And, and so from a betting standpoint, Josh, and, and we always talk about this with the spread, like where, where can this game land? Like is this spread too tight or is it too wide? I mean, where can it land? Where can we find an angle here? So for me, it was just the comfort of that teaser, even, even if the Steelers would have played better, uh, which there's a debate on that. Like, if they're capable of even doing that. But the Vikings, they just leave that back door open routinely, week after week after week, and it played out again last night. You're totally right, Pritch. And again, this is a team with the Vikings who, what have they been in, like a million one-score games this mm -hmm. year? Like, it feels like every game is a one-score game. And we talked about how, you know, a lot of uh, respected betters or wise guys, they'll use this Pythagorean to look at win totals the following year. Right. So the Vikings, who were kind of due to maybe cash one of these tickets in a tight game where they're losing all these tight games, you know, if they end up with a 500 record or, you know, game below 500 when this season's over with, I think this could be a candidate to bet they're over next year, provided other factors are, are still in your favor here. But, Pritch, you know, one thing, I was still, even though, uh, you know, you know, you lose there with Big Ben in the, in the plus three and a half if you're like me with the Steelers. Um, I'm still, you know, okay with it just in terms of even though that line got minus three up to three and a half, the three and a halfs all were still juiced to Pittsburgh. So okay. it wasn't like the move toward, uh, you know, the Vikings was, was inching up toward a four. It kind of stayed where it was at. But I think the total is something that, you know, on principle, I was looking at these non-conference unders, primetime unders. And again, they've done great. You lose it last night. But there was an indication late where we saw that thing rise, Pritch. It was like, I think it was 44 and a half when we were doing the show. It got up to 45 or 45 and a half. That late money is, is important. And Pritch, I know your card's light this weekend. We were off a, a great uh, teaser win yesterday. Keep an eye on that game day movement. I know you work at VEASAN on game days. Yes. You start to see that movement coming in late. You might be able to add a few bets. I definitely am looking forward to that because that has played out for me uh, during the the year for sure. Uh, so let's get to some games. Uh, we have Betham Gym Insights uh, coming here on week 14. Uh, most bet games by ticket count. The Chiefs, Raiders, number one. The Lions, Broncos, number two. And the Cowboys and the football team, uh, number three. What do you make of that, Josh? Yeah, so it kind of makes sense. You got some divisional matchups here. The Lions-Broncos is a little kind of surprising here. You know, Broncos are, I guess, kind of still in the hunt. Lions are out of it, they, although they did have that big win, obviously, uh, late to get their first one of the year. Pritch, I'll start with Dallas-Washington. This mm -hmm. is a very intriguing matchup for me. I think there's value on the Washington football team, not only just the fact that uh, McCarthy, why are you guaranteeing a win? Has anyone learned that only like Mark Messier can do that and like Joe Namath? <laughs> other than that, you should never be doing it. Um, but Pritch, there was some movement toward Washington here. Dallas open minus four on the road. They got down to, uh, or sorry, minus five on the road. They got down to four at one point. There was a little buyback on the four, uh, minus four Cowboys to bring it back up to four and a half. Uh, but I like either Washington taking the points, four and a half here. Again, a team that's won a bunch of games in a row and is playing very well and matching a lot of these divisional dog systems, 57% ATS this year. The conference dogs, seven or less, 66% ATS this year. But I also think this is a prime teaser candidate. Uh, so maybe this is something that you look at, Pritch. Four and a half up to ten and a half with Washington. That way you go through multiple key numbers, give yourself a little wiggle room. They lose by seven, you can still cover with the teaser. I would also lean under here, Pritch. You know, an open 49 with this Dallas Cowboys and WFT total. Mm -hmm. It's down to around 48, may get down to 47 and a half. These late season divisional unders have been very good, 57% over the last decade. And you're going to get some win there. Uh, 12 mile an hour wins. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be gross. So I'd look to an under there. And I like the football team. I don't know if they're going to win, but I like them keeping it close and covering the conventional spread or maybe a teaser play here. Okay, that gets very interesting because we know the football team, they run the ball very well. Uh, the last two weeks defensively for the Cowboys, yielding a lot of yards on the ground up to the, against the Raiders, 143 against the Saints, 153. Uh, to me, McCarthy and those comments speak to the fact that he's trying to add some juice to that locker room. Uh, because if, as a coach, you have to have a pulse on your team. Uh, and if he doesn't think his team can respond to those type of comments, 
you should make them and you wouldn't make them. I would think McCarthy's been around long enough to where he would understand that. So uh, he's trying to add something else to this football team as they take on the football team. <laughs> Say that five <laughs> times in a, in a row in a sentence. But in this divisional game, I mean, it's, it's, it's vital for both teams in, in this situation that they're both in here. Uh, so you have a coach adding juice to that. I'm looking for the Cowboys to respond, but I see what you're saying there with the teaser situation as well. Yeah, teaser just jumps out to me. Anytime I see a dog with a line move and they're mm -hmm. sitting at that four and a half, they're just really in a good spot to take them up to ten and a half. Of course, you're not going to win every single time here, Pritch. But uh, it's just when you get to late in the year and now we're into December, these divisional matchups, even if on paper you feel like one team is way better than the, than the other, the data will, will uh, prove it out and just anecdotally or when you're watching these games, it's cold, it's late in the season. Typically, it's the second time these teams are playing. This tends to provide a lot of these tighter games. So in the if this was a non-division matchup, Rich, I'd still like Washington, kind of that five to four and a half. But I think in the division with that rivalry aspect, uh, and what did, uh, what did uh, was it Jonathan Allen said? Oh, the only guarantees are death and taxes. I'm on Jonathan Allen's side with that one. Yeah, I mean, the coaches, they, they definitely have to have the pulse uh, on the team uh, to say comments like that, Josh. And uh, it's incredible that, that you would need that. I mean, I think the expectations are lofty enough, though, for the Cowboys, uh, the, in which you have to make sure that everybody on the roster is confident. Uh, and so I think that's the intentions right there. Let's get to another heavily bet game. Uh, and, okay, the Lions and the Broncos. Now, we have to mention uh, Demarius Thomas passing away because uh, our hearts go out to the Denver community right now, Broncos country. We know that we're on out there in Mile High Sports, and uh, I know a lot of people are hurting uh, with the death and passing of Demarius Thomas. Uh, just a, a great player. A lot of kids grew up um, admiring Demarius Thomas. And, and so you would think about this game from a standpoint uh, of emotion, being in that building, being in that stadium, Josh. They're laying 10 uh, against the Lions, who's coming off an emotional victory themselves. Uh, the victory's not going to save the Lions' season by any means, but yet they're feeling good about themselves in that locker room. So I, there's, there's a combining of forces in this game uh, where you got the Broncos minus 10, 42 is a total. Yeah, there are a lot of variables here outside kind of just the hardcore data and definitely with Demarius Thomas passing condolences to his family and just way too young, Pritch. I'm yeah. 34. He was 33. I mean, uh, imagine your life being cut that short. It's just really, really a sad thing to see. So uh, maybe that's some added motivation Denver to play well. Obviously, with Detroit coming off a win and maybe you're due for, uh, you know, kind of a, a step back here after a big emotional win. But look at uh, what Detroit has done this year, Pritch. We all know they got a terrible record, 110-1, mm -hmm. but they're 8-4 and four against the spread. They've covered these numbers magically. You don't know how they do it but they find a way i would lean detroit here there was kind of a, a big move here to the broncos i think a lot of shops open around broncos minus eight they're all the way up to the key number of 10 i think that next move is meaningful if you see any buyback back down to nine and a half that would lend you to believe okay lions may be taking in some money probably won't win but can they cover that number if you start to see this creep up you know 10 10 and a half then you start getting to some big movement to Denver where I'm not that intrigued by uh, by playing the Lions here. But I would say, Pritch, I yep. like the under. I think it's a good under match, uh, and you probably have the same thought here. You know, mm -hmm. it opened 43, it's down to 42. Both these teams have been really good to the under. Denver is 10-2 and two to the under. Yep. You have Detroit 8-4 and four to the under, and you also have um, kind of a, a, a good umpire here, John Hussey, about 56% to the under. So I'd lean under in that matchup. Yeah, the illness too, uh, illness bug right there for the Lions. 21 of the Lions, 53 players uh, did not participate in practice, so keep an eye on that. Uh, the v Bowl betting guide is almost here. So excited about that. The guide is designed to give you an edge on betting games, playing contests, and high-value props. The guide drops December 13th. Only $19.99 at v slash subscribe. My playbook. Plays I'm interested in. Coming up next. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. 
United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. With your state-issued ID, open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Just visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble respect. Responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, uh, Josh, we're going to get into my playbook here. Only a couple plays so far, but looking to build, looking to add as we get deeper into the weekend. But there's, there's a lot of situations, COVID, key players, injuries. Uh, I'm waiting for more information, and there, therefore I'll add to my playbook, I think, uh, on the weekend. Because like you mentioned, there's plenty of opportunity uh, coming up. So let's start with uh, my six-point teaser here uh, with the Ravens. Got them up to eight and a half. And I got the football team. The football team, we just talked about them, up to ten and a half. Uh, not because of what McCarthy said, but the way that they've been playing. I think uh, Taylor Heineke has galvanized that locker room. They have those guys believing in him, a young player, a lot of confidence, too. He's on a run right now. It's incredible. Uh, But we saw the football team tinker with their defense. Uh, They're yielding up plays in front of them, but yet they're keeping teams out of the end zone if if they can and then playing complementary football by running the football and possessing it, too. So with uh, 10 and a half points, uh, I feel good about that play right there. And then the Ravens, I was just looking at the Ravens over the last seven weeks, Josh, and they they are void of a touchdown in the first quarter over the last seven games. Uh, (laughs) It was seven games ago since they scored an opening or a touchdown in the first quarter, period. So it goes to game planning for me. Uh, It goes to some confidence, too, there offensively, trying to adjust to all the injuries, offensive line. uh, Lamar Jackson uh, elevated with sacks, elevated with interceptions, too. So just the slow starts. Uh, But I do like the Ravens in 60 minutes uh, against the Browns. That's why I tease them up to eight and a half. Yeah, so, Pritch, you've been crushing your teasers all year, and I'm, I have a lot of overlap with you on some of these teasers. So, number one, I'm right there with you on Washington football team. We kind of led the show off uh, with this one here. You got some movement toward Washington, five down to four and a half. You got a divisional matchup. Go through that key number of both uh, seven and ten and get them up to ten and a half. I'm right there with you in a divisional matchup. Now, my only issue is with Baltimore, Pritch. So, when we get to yeah. my card, I have a little bit different here, <laughs> but we can both cash our bets. This is kind of the beauty of betting, depending on, you know, if you're going conventional, uh, teaser, whatever it may be. One stat, though, with Baltimore pitch that you may like here, so they do match a lot of these, you know, divisional dog. Uh, You're obviously buying low after a loss last week, which uh, maybe I should have put a little stock into uh, yesterday with that uh, that Vikings play coming off that bad loss to the Lions here. But also, I, I dug this up. I was like, Lamar Jackson, how often is he a dog? He's only been a dog eight times in his career, Pritch. 
He's 2 0 ATS as a dog this year. He's 7 1 ATS in his career as a dog. 71, uh, what is that? 88%. Mm -hmm. So. You're approaching Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy Two Gloves is in the car. He sees Lamar Jackson behind him as a dog uh, dog quarterback here. But, um, Pritch, when we flip to my thing here, I'll go Cleveland in this one on the money line. Uh, I just like the fact that with Cleveland and Adam Burke had a really good breakdown on uh, how to look at bet versus dollar discrepancies right. here. The Cleveland Browns, uh, if you kind of look at the conventional spread, Pritch, they open like minus one, minus one and a half. They're up to two and a half or three. Key number of three, you're probably going to get some Ravens buyback at three. But they're only getting 35% of bets, but 60% of dollars. So that's pretty good for Cleveland coming off a buy favorites off a buy around 57%. So I like your teaser play here, but full disclosure, I'll be rooting for the Browns to win this game. Okay. Then my other play is a teaser as well. Uh, the Titans, I got down them down to two and a half. Uh, and then I got the Rams up, up to eight and a half. A lot of friendly press uh, headed the way of the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, you know, I don't want to proclaim that they are the favorite and the uh, NFC for sure, which they could be, who knows? Uh, but I don't know if this team is ready for all the, uh, all the attention that they're getting and the way that they're getting it, you know, it's, it's worked out so far. Kingsbury's done a great job offensively. Vance Joseph's done an awesome job defensively. Um, but now we're in crunch time. We're, uh, they're facing a team in which I think the Rams are going to be ready for them uh, in, a, in a prime situation too. Uh, so, but, you know, the Rams, whether they got it together or not with all these star power, having it plus eight and a half on a teaser feels right to me. Uh, certainly as a, in a dog situation. And then the Titans. So the Titans enjoyed this last year. They led the league in turnover differential, Josh. Uh, they were plus 11. That's not happening this year uh, because right now they're minus seven in turnover differential. Uh, but then on top of that, all the injuries too with the Titans. Now they're playing the Jags. Uh, and I'm not saying the Jags are going to make this game convincing or even tight. Maybe you want to feel compelled to lay the nine. Who knows? But for me... The Titans trying to figure themselves out offensively with a new coordinator and all the injuries felt a little bit more comfortable with that teaser situation right there as well. I like both your teaser plays here, Pritch. And this kind of reminds me we were talking about with the Rams last week, like they had struggled. But what's a get right spot? Playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. So <laughs> I right. know it's a divisional matchup. And full disclosure, Pritch, there has been a little bit of movement toward Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Tennessee opened like laying 10. The line is down to nine or eight and a half. So probably from just a pure data-driven standpoint, I don't think the eye test tells you you like the points with the Jags, but a divisional matchup, kind of a lower spread of 43 and a half with a, uh, almost a double-digit dog. I could definitely see that. But I kind of like your play, you know, taking them down here uh, to a better number. You look at the last time, two times these teams have played, Pritch, 37 to 19 this year, Tennessee won. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was 31 to 10. So they've kind of had Jacksonville's number. Um, I like your Rams play as well, Pritch. My only concern is in big games, is this Rams team going to show up? Right. You go to Green Bay and you get rolled. In these certain spots, for whatever reason, they uh, they beat up on the bad teams, which is what you're supposed to do. But when the competition gets elevated, you kind of worry about this team with the medal that they have. But I would say another kind of line move or line freeze toward uh, uh, the Rams here on Monday night. A lot of these books open two and a half. They pretty much stayed two and a half. Some may be creeping down a little bit lower. So if you go two and a half to eight and a half, you would be looking at that primetime dog match. Didn't get it last night, but still over 60% ATS on the year. Uh, divisional matchup, all these angles would be in favor of the Rams. So I think you're isolating two good spots here. Obviously getting better numbers, and I'll be rooting for you on both of them. I oh, appreciate that. Absolutely, Josh. <laughs> I could use all the help I can get, man. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, there's something about primetime players, though. You know, and you look at the Rams in that roster, they have to show up on Monday night. I mean, uh, you can't wait for the playoffs. This essentially is a playoff game for you, so maybe uh, – uh, riding that momentum if I can have it. Uh, how about the Raiders and the Chiefs? Another divisional matchup that's important uh, for both these teams. A big number, though. The Chiefs at home, nine and a half, uh, laying nine and a half, 48 to total. Yeah, so according to BetMGM, we got about 65% of bets on the Chiefs. Obviously, a big public play here. Um, the Raiders, to me, you know, they have played the Chiefs pretty tough here uh, over the last couple of years. You know, you have kind of been in a tailspin, though, with the Raiders. You lose to Washington 17-15. You're a one-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. You're also one-and-four over your last five games versus a Chiefs team that is really, really starting to get their stride here. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, beating Denver and, um, you know, 22-9 and covering that number. Uh, and one, winning a bunch of games in a row and kind of cleaning up all your turnovers and looking better on offense and, and picking up some players, you know, through, uh, through Ingram and, you know, through uh, kind of the free agency wire here. Pritch, I would lean Raiders in the points here. You're kind of, only if you can get the key number of 10, but I'm not too interested in, you know, grabbing points with a team that's kind of going down in the, a bad direction against a team that's trending well. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go under here, Pritch. I like the under in this matchup. It opened at 50. It's down to 48. Uh, you're going to have a lot of wind here at Arrowhead. And I think this is a theme 
this week, Pritch, a lot of windy unders, non-conference unders, late-season divisional unders. Uh, if you're looking at Arrowhead's latest forecast, it's going to be about 50 degrees. It's not crazy cold, but you're going to have about 15 to 16-mile-an-hour winds here. You do have Brad Allen as a good uh, under ref, about 54%. And these late-season divisional unders where, again, you kind of have the familiarity between these teams kind of leading to these tighter, lower-scoring games. So I'll lean Raiders, but the play to me there would be taking the under, Pritch. Okay, because the Raiders, their issues right now to me, uh, Josh, they're not playing complimentary football. In other words, uh, against man-to-man coverage teams like Dallas, they can move the ball, they can be explosive, and they have the personnel to do that. But against teams that want to play that soft zone coverage is, uh, I don't know if Derek Carr and the Raiders have the patience uh, to execute the way that they need to. And certainly they don't have the execution level in the red zone that is needed against those type of defenses. So uh, Spagnolio, I don't know how he's going to play uh, the Raiders, they, they dominated them last time. I don't know if, uh, if the Chiefs are going to change anything, really. Uh, so at home, can the Raiders muster up or create man-to-man situations to help out that offense? They, they have not shown the ability to do that so far this year. You're exactly right, Pritch. And again, if you have a healthy Darren Waller, I'd like my chances a little bit better. But with mm-hmm. Waller leaving, I mean, he just makes such a big impact. A big guy who's super athletic, gets a ton of yards after the catch, big, you know, open radius here to throw the ball for Derek Carr. So if Waller's out again, and I think he is doubtful for this game, I think that's going to hurt your chances, obviously. You look at the last game, Pritch, they played on November 14th. Remember, that was the 41 to 14 beatdown oh, yeah. that the Chiefs uh, laid there to the Raiders. So again, in the division matchups, I'll always lean dog here. But kind of if, if you're seeing movement a little bit toward the Chiefs, does it get back up to 10? I'll lean Raiders. But again, to me, it's the late season windy underplay in the division. Yeah, I mean, December 12th, uh, I mean, we're talking about a, almost a 10-point spread here uh, against these two teams. This is once uh, earlier this year where the Raiders were in first place and the Chiefs were in last place. That has flipped now <laughs> within this division. Yeah, and wouldn't it be great if you jumped on that Chiefs, you know, to win the division there when they were in last place? Like, you probably would have gotten maybe a little plus money or kind of like even money there, Pritch. But, yeah, we'll see how this thing goes. Raiders give them trouble, but Mm -hmm. I don't think this is the Raiders, healthy Raiders team feeling good that you're banking on. You're banking on maybe the Chiefs not putting up a lot of points for the Raiders to cover. Right, and so far the swag has been on the Chiefs' side. The swag on the Raiders' side is gone, and that was John Gruden. Uh, And he always featured this matchup, too, on the schedule there for his football team. Come up next on the program, we get into Josh Applebaum and his best bets for week 14 in the National Football League. That's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over one 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, time for your best bets. Cannot wait for this because you did really <laughs> well last week for sure. And and that's what I love about the betting, right? It's about the lower left to the upper right with your bankroll. And uh, you're going to win some, lose some for sure. But uh, when we get hot, though, we can get hot. You've been known to get on your <laughs> Nick pa- Papa Giorgio streaks, too. So uh, let's see what you got here. Well, Pritch, hopefully this is, uh, I don't know, it's uh, kind of an intriguing hot streak here. Let's all hope for that. We always hope for that. But, um, Pritch, I got a lot of bets this weekend. Like I told you, I really like the NFL card. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to kind of hone in on specific games. Do I want to tease them? Do I want to take them uh, just on the regular spread? What am I going to do with the total? Let's just run through a few of these. I'm going to go Browns money line just to win the game, laying minus 145 on the money line. Kind of my angle here, Pritch, really sharp line move toward Cleveland. We mentioned they open around minus one and a half. They're up to minus two and a half, even minus three at some shops. And that's notable because they're only getting 35% of bets at BetMGM. And this is a perfect example of how to use these low bets, higher dollar discrepancy plays to your advantage. Does this guarantee Browns are going to cover and win? No, you could easily see Ravens win here. But this is what I like to look for. Only 35% of bets on the Browns, but 60% of the money. And here's the key. You need the line moving toward the low bets, higher dollar team. And that is what's happening with the Browns here. 
Um, so I'll go minus 145 just to win the game. I'd hate to see them, you know, win by three and you push if you lay the three or maybe they eke out a one or two point win. And you don't cover that number. But Cleveland coming off a bye. We look at these favorites off a bye doing very well. 57 percent uh, last decade ATS. So I'll just split my chances. I'll kind of, you know, pay a little more juice for the security of saying, hey, let's just win the game against a really banged up team with the Browns here uh, again, or the Ravens here. So I'll go Browns money line. Next one for me, Pritch. San Francisco 49ers. I'll go 49ers on the money line. This is a game that kind of was like a, a maybe for me early in the week, and it's really evolved into a pretty sharp play in favor of San Francisco. A lot of these books actually open Cincinnati laying a point, point and a half, two points, something like that. We've seen it completely flip to San Francisco now laying around minus one and a half. This is another uh, bet first dollar discrepancy play. Public's kind of split, slightly leaning Bengals, but 45% of bets are on, are on the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Technically, they're contrarian. But it's 70% of money here, Pritch. So another low bets, higher dollar. I look for at least a 10% discrepancy here. Uh, and also Joe Mixon. Turned, I, I read a report that he's missed three straight days of practice. It's a game-time decision for him. Sounds like it's an illness. Not, I don't think it's COVID-related. Maybe just the seasonal flu or something like that. Um, but I'll go money line, San Fran. Dog to fave with a big discrepancy. The other one is Buffalo, Pritch. I got to play the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I don't like betting against my guy, Tom Brady. It's never fun for me. Uh, but I think this is a good spot to buy low on Buffalo, a team that's been really Jekyll and Hyde. And we thought they would really roll this year and evolve into that team that they've kind of shown the last couple of years. Obviously, that hasn't been the case. You know, you lose to the Patriots. But I like buying low on teams coming off kind of a tough loss in prime time. Look at the way this line has moved. Tampa Bay open, laying three and a half. It's pretty much stayed exactly where it's at. And the juice over the last couple of days is really trending uh, toward Buffalo. All these Buffalo plus three and a halfs are minus 115, minus 120, lo looking like it may get down to three. Mm -hmm. And the angle for me, Pritch, we talk about these short road dogs doing very well. But Buffalo doesn't run the ball very well, but they can throw the ball. Tampa Bay stops the run, but they don't defend the pass very well. I think it's Buffalo's passing offense against Tampa's bad pass D that hopefully will keep this game close. And Pritch, how about Brady wins by three and I cash with a three and a half with the Bills? How about that? The best of both worlds for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, you I'll know, take it. Yeah, I mean, the thing about, like, for instance, Buffalo, the passing game, Emmanuel Sanders was excused for practice because obviously dealing with uh, Demarius Thomas. I mean, they were teammates, won a Super Bowl together. Uh, an emotional moment there, certainly for a heartbreaking moment for Emmanuel Sanders. And so bouncing back for this game, uh, you would think there's time enough for him to do that. And Buffalo being so one-dimensional too, Josh, uh, do you know that Buffalo and their wins, the seven wins that they've had, they've averaged 36 points per game uh, in their seven wins. I mean, think about that. Now they got five losses, but yet uh, if this team is not, doing what they're accustomed to doing, they panic. Uh, they're out of sorts. And, and so how are they going to score 30 points or more against Tampa? I, I mean, that, that's my only concern here, the way the Buffalo Bills have been playing. Yeah, definitely concern. I, I'm right there with your pitch. Again, you know, I think kind of one of these things you got to kind of think about as a sports better is when things scare you, you mm -hmm. kind of got to flip it around and say, Ooh, like I'm getting value. I'm, I'm buying right. low. That's kind of the way you can rationalize it in your head a little bit here. Pritch. I also look toward Josh Allen being in an, being in, in a underdog spot. Uh, we talked about Tomlin as a dog didn't come through yesterday, but there are certain players and coaches that just do well when they're getting points. You look at Josh Allen still young in his career, but he's 15 and eight against the spread as a dog, 65%. You also look at some of these matches. Road dogs off a loss have been good this year. 33 and 22 ATS, 60%. Uh, so again, I think Buffalo in this spot where kind of they're being dismissed, that's when I like to buy low on these teams. And again, the three and a half looks like it's fallen to three. Hopefully I can get the best of the number with the hook there and maybe keep this thing close. All right. And then the 49ers too. I agree with you on that play. I, I've, I was leaning that way. I'm just waiting on information because remember I said I might add to my place too. So the information <laughs> I'm waiting on is Debo Samuel. Is he going to be ready to go? Uh, Elijah Mitchell as well from a concussion standpoint. Is he going to be ready to go for the 49ers? Yeah, these are the things we got to know as we get into the weekend. So I think sometimes, Pritch, you know, if we don't get an official confirmation from the team, like this guy's upgraded a problem or this guy's mm -hmm. downgraded doubtful, the line will kind of tell you. People know, people talk, Pritch, you know this, you're a, you're a former star player. Uh, maybe there's rumblings that Debo's going to play or Fred Werner's going to play, and maybe that's a reason why you're seeing this line move towards San Francisco. So we'll stay glued to the injury report, but great point by you. We got to have these guys in if you're going to sweat San Fran. All right, and then the Browns uh, off of that uh, buy situation a unique situation because they just played the Ravens going into a bye. Okay, you're going to play the Ravens again. Uh, so you don't look back uh, on, on that data, do you? Like the previous matchup and then certainly factoring in uh, the situation of Browns trying to get things right during their bye week. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, I look at it, Pritch, but I kind of think a lot of this stuff is baked into the cake. Okay. You know, a lot of people that I talk to on Twitter or, you know, just talking games at a sports book, it's like, well, this is a great angle to this or that's a great angle to that. And I'm always kind of like, yeah, good point, like that you found that angle, but the odds makers know that. And if they're moving a number or setting a number, you know, they know that and a million other things that uh, come into play here. I would say, Pritch, one thing to take away from that last game, mm -hmm. what was it, a 16-10 game, only had 26 points here. Mm -hmm. I think if you want to double up and, you know, depending on if you like Baltimore in a teaser, like your spot, with Jackson good as a dog or a money line or lay the points with Cleveland if you're two and a half or less. Also, keep an eye on the under here, Pritch. They played a really low-scoring game just a couple weeks ago. This will be a late-season divisional matchup. I like the under here as well. It pretty much has stayed around 43. Uh, but if you look at the uh, the weather here, Pritch, 16-mile-an-hour uh, wins with Cleveland at the dog pound. So maybe we get another tight, lower-scoring game that hopefully uh, hopefully Cleveland edges out with a yes. – Pritch, what was your teaser? Uh, eight and a half, anything seven, eight, eight, eight or less for Cleveland. I'll oh, there you that. go. Well, I'm on board with that. Um, so you have a, a couple of teasers too, though, uh, that you found. Uh, you got Washington, right? Uh, and then the Chargers in the teaser situation. And then uh, the Seattle Seahawks and the Falcons uh, in the teaser situation. Yeah, so I added a couple more teasers here, Pritch, just trying to follow my co-host here who's cashing all his teasers. <laughs> so I got I got to jump on this bandwagon. But uh, we talked about Washington, four and a half to ten and a half divisional matchup, line move, kind of a no-brainer for me there. Uh, but I'll also take the Chargers. I know you're only going through one key number, but uh, ten down to minus four. What I like about this one, Pretty simple betting against uh, Glennon here. I don't know if it's Glennon or from from. I think it, it might be. I don't. There's some kind of confusion here. Pritch, could be Daniel but, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's who knows, your guy Pritch? judge could, out there running <laughs> that ship. Yeah, it could be Phil Sims back in the day. Who knows who's going to be in there? Maybe Eli <laughs> will come out of retirement. But uh, yeah, I like taking down the Chargers here. Pritch this offense. That's really your angle. You know, this offense of the Chargers putting up uh, 27 points a game, only 17 for the G-men. Uh, I'll make it a little easy, though. Maybe just let's take it under uh, under that 10, take it down to four, get a better number there. And then also, Pritch, a couple totals that I teased. I'll be playing a lot of these just, you know, straight up totals. Mm -hmm. uh, but a couple that caught my eye, Chicago in Green Bay. This was a big one because uh, Fields was announced the starter, and we've seen this line move a little further to the under. It opened around 45, 44 and a half. It's now down uh, to 43 and a half or 43. I'll tease it up, take it up a little bit, take it up to 49 here. You're going to get weather at Lambeau. It's going to be cold. It's going to be uh, uh, pretty windy here, about 15 mile an hour winds. And you're also looking at the last time these teams played it was a 24-14 game. So primetime under, late season divisional under. I'll tick that line up a little bit, try to cash that under. Uh, and Pritch, help me out. What was the last one I had there with oh, the under? You had uh, uh, Seattle, right? Seattle and the Falcons? Yes. Oh, you had to yeah. pay the Broncos, Lions, Broncos. That was the other one uh, because that was one of those heavier bet games that we talked about earlier uh, when you're looking at this situation. Lions, Broncos, the under situation, under 48. Exactly. Pritch, I got so many teeth. I can't even keep track. This is crazy. I, just, I love this. Friday, sure. But yeah, Seattle, if, if, if uh, Russell Wilson can't beat Daniel Mills or uh, Davis Mills, Pritch, we got bigger issues. I'll take them down eight and a half to two and a half and also uh, tease up that Denver uh, under, take it up to 46, 48. Take the under there. 48, absolutely. I mean, the thing about it, Josh, like you said, there's so many attractive plays on the board today. Uh, it's just trying to pick and choose which ones are the best ones. So that's what we're doing on the show. More betting across America when we continue. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I 
play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. the weekend is a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log into your account at BetMGM and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotion section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 would go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six in the right order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours. Plus, hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account and try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game. If you're new to BetMGM, download the app today and make weekend football even better. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, uh, Davis Mills was named the starter the rest of the year out there in Houston. Uh, now, I stayed away from this game altogether, Houston and Seattle. Uh, I, I think Russell has a chance to avoid a losing season. Well, we, we never know. I mean, you have to go on a crazy run here. Um, but at least they're trying for that. And then on the other side, you know, you think about Houston – uh, Cully, no control of that locker room. You got a bunch of veterans in that locker room that think that they know it all, but then also guys that are trying to hold on to their jobs too. Uh, they've never been a team. They they had a couple of victories, surprising victories along the way. Never been a team, but the news of Mills becoming a quarterback over Tyrod Taylor. I, I mean, I, I I don't know what's happening down there. A lot of people don't know what's happening down there. So <laughs> for me, that's a reason to stay away from a bet. Yeah, I don't blame you there, Pritchett. And this is kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, Adam Silver NBA tanking, you know, like Mark Cuban, he got fined there when he kind of made a comment about that. So mm. uh, I think it kind of makes sense. Obviously, you want a high draft pick and you also want to give Davis Mills more playing time. Tyrod probably is the better quarterback, but are you in the business of winning games? No, I think you're kind of uh, giving in and saying, hey, let's have the worst record and try to get the number one pick. So Pritch, my angle here, uh, when I was kind of thinking about my last teaser that mm -hmm. I didn't mention or kind of maybe screwed up a little bit, uh, it was looking at teasing down Seattle. So if you have Seattle at a minus eight and a half, I think they're in a really good spot to take them down to minus two and a half. Uh, they had a blind move in their favor. They opened around minus seven and a half and it was kind of staying where it was at. And I'm like, oh no, don't make me bet the Texans here, Pritch, with a line freeze. But uh, once the news that Mills would start came in, you see this thing shoot up to eight and a half. It looks like it may even get further, nine, nine and a half. I could see this thing uh, as we get into the weekend, just continuing to pour on with the public, you know, finding out that Mills is going to start. Now, Pritch, this is another interesting bet first dollar discrepancy. At BetMGM, the Seahawks are getting 70% of bets. Now, you know me, I don't like betting teams that are getting 70% mm -hmm. of bets but they're also getting 89% of dollars. So even though you're really public here with Seattle, you have a, a good 19% bet first dollar discrepancy. That kind of tells me that it's not just public, it's also bigger wagers here, kind of not outsmarting themselves and looking at a Seahawks play. So I'll take the Seahawks down, Pritch. And by the way, if you're looking for a dance partner, I added them with the Atlanta Falcons. Mm -hmm. Falcons, your former team, Pritch. They open plus three, they're down to two and a half. Take the Falcons two and a half up to eight and a half. 
Uh, and if you look at the Falcons, that's also another big uh, discrepancy. Um, I think they're getting about 20% more bets versus, or money versus dollars. I think the Falcons keep that thing close. See, Ben, our producer just reminded me of something that I, I forgot to mention here because I, I still have in play. The fact that I could do – it'll be a three-legged teaser, though. Uh, a former team teaser. I could do that. Although, Ooh. although the Broncos, I would have to tease them down to what four, and then I'd have to Take tease about, yeah. tease the Falcons up to eight and a half, uh, and then Ooh. the Seattle Seahawks tease them down uh, to two. Oh, I like that Pritch. The Pritch tripod uh, teaser. There, <laughs> we're gonna get, get the get the shirts printed. Villa D at Visa. I'll like tell you that. what. So last week they were all dogs, but this week we have two favorites in the dog of my former team. So. Uh, I might have to consider that one, to be honest with you. Uh, now, you got the New Orleans Saints and the Jets, another team that I stayed away from. They're on my do not playlist. Uh, the Jets, uh, they're at home catching five and a half points, 43 is a total. Uh, Taysom Hill has an injured foot and an injured finger, and yet he's going to play quarterback. Uh, now, Kamara coming back is interesting because Taysom Hill can still tote the rock and run the football. Uh, so that combination could be creative for the Saints in their offense. They need that right now, Josh Applebaum. <laughs> they really do. So, Pritch, you know, if you're making me pick a side, I will lean Jets in this one. You know, it did open around minus six. Uh, Saints got down to five and a half. But I wouldn't bet them now. Maybe mm -hmm. you don't even want to bet them at all and ruin your Sunday having to sweat the Jets here, Pritch. It's never never a fun proposition. But I would wait out and see if that, get, that gets back to the key number of six here. You're getting about two-thirds of bets on New Orleans, yet that line kind of dipped a little bit. And that's notable, Pritch, because once Camara sounds like he's going to play, I thought this thing would shoot up back toward New Orleans. It really hasn't that much. So that kind of goes to show that maybe that was baked in the cake. Maybe odds makers kind of thought he would play anyway. Yeah. Pritch, my angle for this one, another under. I know it's kind of like Washington's repeat, but I, a lot, I like a lot of unders this weekend. This open at 44, it's up. It's down to 42 and a half. You've seen it dip, you know, a point and a half here uh, toward the under. You're going to get a lot of wind here. Uh, at Meadowlands, uh, MetLife. It's about uh, 10 to 15 mile an hour winds with some big gusts, uh, you know, throughout the game. And you also get both these offenses, Pritch. They're not putting up a lot of points. Mm -hmm. Only 18 points a game for the Jets, only 23 for New Orleans. I think if you run the ball a little bit, chew up that clock and look at non-conference unders, which we've kind of leaned on all year long. Uh, they are 65%, 41 and 22. Andy got some wind. I'll take the under in the Jets game. Yeah, and Atlanta Falcons matchup too. I mean, Carolina without a coordinator, offense coordinator. Now you're going to a college coordinator somebody that you trust wink wink there matt rule that's why you fired brady because you don't trust him any longer uh so you go with a guy who you trust now they're not going to change the offense they're still going to run the same offense i mean a guy calling the same plays as brady who you fired i mean what difference are we going to see out there from carolina without christian McCann? yeah i'm I'm with you. I'm not sure here, Pritch. You know, you're going to get Cam Newton again, obviously, who likes to run the ball and, you know, isn't big on explosive plays. The last time these teams played, it was 19 to 13 game. So kind of sailed under in that one. Uh, and again, this Carolina line has fallen as well, Pritch. Another divisional under that's mm -hmm. dropping 43 down to 41 and a half. Both teams kind of struggling on offense. And now that I'm thinking about it, Pritch, if you were to tease up that Saints total and tease up that Carolina total, then go under, I think that could be a good under teaser. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that sounds good, too. See, like that's, that's what I was talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's like going into the week <laughs> on a Friday, uh, you might not have a lot of plays like, like I didn't. Uh, but certainly as we get into the week and more information comes out, I'm looking to add some plays. Uh, let's get into some things you discussed on your Market Insights podcast. I highly recommend that. Uh, let's, Army, Navy, because I, I want your final thoughts on that. I, I think you have a bet on this game. Um, we're seeing the replays on TV. It doesn't matter where you turn it on. Uh, just the history of this matchup, too, is still uh, a total right around the 34-and-a-half range, uh, Josh, or 34, depending on where you shop. 34-and-a-half uh, on our board, and Army laying seven. Uh, anything standing out in this matchup to you? Yeah, Pritch. So remember Jonathan Allen, he said the only guarantees are death taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, kind of the last 15 years, it's death taxes and Army-Navy unders oh, here. Army-Navy so, unders. Uh, I'll play this under, Pritch. You know, to me, it's it's kind of a traditional fun bet for me. Um, I think you do have some respect to money on the under. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these books open 36 and a half, which is one of the lowest totals for these Army-Navy matchups in quite a while. And even though it opened low, it got down even further. It got down to 30, I think got down to 34 even at one point. You have had some buyback last 24 hours. It's back up to 34. Four and a half. I would look out for a 35. There are a okay. couple 35s out there, Pritch. Uh, to me, if you find that 35, you go under. I'm not going to outsmart myself too much here. 15 straight Army Navy unders have hit. 
Uh, obviously, it's because they run the ball nonstop and chew up the clock, and it's kind of a it's a quick gate pitch. If you're looking for like a two-hour and 20-minute game, this is usually uh, the one that you like. If you got plans uh, later, it's almost like a you know an MLB umpire who's got a getaway day and he's calling a lot of a lot of strikes here. So I won't outsmart myself too much. Military Academy honors has done very well. Pritch, I can't take the over and have it be an under and be like, what are you doing? Why wouldn't you play right. this great trend here? So that's kind of my angle. I'll go under 35 here. Okay, and then some NBA. I'm getting closer and closer to where I can dabble <laughs> and bet the NBA. I got to wait till after Christmas, though. But you're participating. What do you have? I am participating, Pritch, and I, I like your rule here because <laughs> NBA, uh, it can be a little up and down here. Mm -hmm. And also our 6 p.m. rule, we got to dust that off, right. make sure guys are in, guys are out. We know, uh, obviously, with injuries and load management and stuff like that. But one play that really caught my eye tonight, Pritch, Cleveland Cavaliers on the money line. You've seen a pretty good move toward the Cavs. They opened going to Minnesota as a one-and-a-half-point dog. Now they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So I just love, in, in general, anytime you have a dog-to-fave line move, kind of an indication of big money coming in, flipping the number. But, Pritch, this is also a play on an injury. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is going to be out for the T-Wolves, so they're going to be down a player. And it's also a play on the Cleveland Cavs. Uh, Pritch, this Cavs team is, is kind of pretty good. They're sneaky, quiet, kind of competitive. They're 14-12, and 12, but they're 25-1 they're and 1 against the spread. They've been killer at covering numbers. Uh, they're also on the road 10-2-1 ATS. And you got a bunch of road refs in this game. Uh, Derek Richardson, David Guthrie, and Aaron Smith, all about 52-54% to 54% ATS to the road team. So I'll sweat the Cavs here. I'm going to go money line, Pritch, minus 125, just win the game. And uh, Pritch, if the drinks are flowing on a Friday night, you have until 8 p.m. to join me with the Cavs tonight. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about, because <laughs> on the Lombardi line, we were talking about a, a little hockey as well. And so I was, I, I don't know, I might I might have to do something here. Now, the, the Cavs, exciting team. They, they were looking to part last year. Uh, but certainly against the T-Wolves here, very, gets uh, very interesting for me there. Uh, so 213 is the total. What did you say about the total on this one? No total for me, Prince. No total, Just Win okay. the game. High win the score, game, that's score, it. Whatever it Leave takes. Leave the total yeah. alone. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll communicate certainly uh, this afternoon. Great job this week. We'll see you uh, this weekend and also next week. Great doubleheader today. All right, sounds good. The Edge coming up next. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 